journalism in nation states goes back further than most players have been. The vast majority of my time in nation states has been spent writing in various news organizations on a wide range of topics. My goal here, however, isn't to go on about the history of nation states journalism. My goal here is to inspire new players to pursue a career in journalism, in whatever way they decide to. As egocentric as this may sound, I hope to do so by talking about my own experiences in journalism, because that's all I've got. That's all any of us have got, our own experiences. I wasn't always the writer I am today. In truth, the best of my writing, in my opinion, comes out just once a year, in November. But I'll elaborate on that later. A lot of people won't like that I'm saying this, but I owe my growth as a writer to Unibot. I got my start as a journalist for the Rejected Times under his leadership. So this first part is going to involve my early years working with him. My early years in the Rejected Times were easily the best of my career. Not because of any notion that I wrote higher quality articles at the time, but because it was the most fun. There was there was this energy among the staff that we, or at least me, got swept up in. We brainstormed quickly and frequently. We got issues of the Rejected Times out on a weekly basis, and it was a great environment to grow as a writer. Most importantly, creativity was encouraged. There was a lot of military stuff to write about at the time. R&D was fierce and volatile back then. The war between Imperialists and Defenders was in full swing. The Black Riders were running rampant as their region-crashing activities washed over nation-states like a flood. And everyone's enemies were everywhere. R&D dominated journalism in nation-states at the time because it was so pervasive back then. As a result, that's what people often wrote about. What sets a journalist apart, however, is the manner in which you discuss or analyze the topic. Anybody can just say these guys invaded these other guys, but how you say it is just as important, dare I say, more important than what you say. You could instead frame it as a round of halo, red versus blue, and those dirty blues were totally aimbotting when they took the delegacy. See? It allows for some entertainment value, Gotta keep your reader sticking around, as well as the use of metaphors to illustrate your point. As Sterling Archer, the world's greatest spy, would put it, Phrasing! I've often been critical of whatever or whoever I wrote about, and that's important as a journalist. Don't be afraid to be critical of the topic. If the responses to your article are more controversial than the article itself, you're doing something right. Your article should spur debate. It should make your readers discuss the topic and bring out the polarizing positions that might be involved. Admittedly, few can achieve that each and every time, and I am not one such person. Don't be afraid to write about controversial topics either. Eric Bischoff, the author of his own autobiography, summed it up well when he came up with its title, Controversy Creates Cash. Of course, I'm not talking about monetizing your work. Controversial topics made for great articles if you can go about it well enough. Uh, the uh, Benevolent Thomas's 
banned from 10,000 Islands by Grubb back, uh, in August of 2014, while he was the regional delegate, the, uh, the article written on that by myself explored, uh, explored the ban resulting from a divide in the region between the isolationists uh, hoping to maintain their isolationist policies or pol policies and the uh, the outliers that wished for the region to really join the wider world. Uh, Unibot's article in July of 2014, The Greater Good, explored whether or not raiding should be allowed to take place after the uh, invasion of the role-playing region Haven, which had existed before founders were implemented, uh, had caused an uproar from the role-player community. The legitimate point of view by Glenn Rhodes suggested that the independent sphere was losing its influence over the South Pacific. Those are, of course, just a few favorites of mine. They explored controversial topics at the time. 10,000 Islands long criticized isolationism, whether or not raiding does more harm than good, and lastly, the South Pacific's internal struggle between defenders and imperialists. While I have largely written exclusively for the rejected times, it's vital, in my opinion, to branch out and try other news outlets. I wouldn't be the writer I am today had I not left the nest, as it were. And try, you know, writing for other news outlets. Uh, I wrote for Taiji2's news outlet, Voice of the People, once upon a time, and I, exp I got to explore different formats. I branched out from gameplay-centric topics and worked with people I wouldn't have otherwise worked with because they didn't write for the rejected times. All of these things helped me grow as a writer in different ways. Even for a gameplay news outlet, however, it's important to write about topics pertaining to the rest of nation-states as well. There will be times when there really isn't much to write about, so you'll need to write some filler pieces. This is where satire comes in. I love writing satirical articles. Sometimes the universe just puts everything into place. Opportunities present themselves, and these are the moments that, as a journalist, I crave. When the 1969 glitch occurred back in March of 2014, I knew immediately that what I could do with it. There was a fake conspiracy to write about. Uh, it, it painted uh, Violet as an influential force implementing its will across the globe from behind the scenes. Innocent nation states administer, uh, administrator or Illuminati incarnate. Uh, a good journalist can take a simple programming error and turn it into a worldwide conspiracy. It's not all about creativity. Many of my current and former colleagues work better from the other side of the coin, the analytical perspective. One such person is Joe Bobs. He wrote a rebuttal to one of my own articles regarding the use of swastikas on national flags. For context, uh, I asserted that the swastika, which was first a Hindu symbol of power, should be allowed on the nation's flag that was utilized in that context, as opposed to the Nazi symbolism that, had taint, that has tainted the symbol ever since. And he, uh, he responded with a statistical analysis of nation-states' users and where they came from. 
and a whopping 80% of nation states users had been from the Western world, North America and Europe to be specific. And it's easy to see then how the bulk of the player base would view the swastika. Numbers don't necessarily lie, and Joe Bob's made a good rebuttal. Another example of the logical side is Starry. Uh, Starry analyzed statistics from uh, the Rejected Realms Z-Day back in 2013 in an attempt to determine how best to approach Z-Day in the following year. Line graphs and bar graphs are common enough in nation-states journalism. Starry, however, was far from typical. In an analysis of the Reddit surge, Starry used a data circle to depict the movement of nations across the regions at the time. I confess that I had never even heard of a data circle before then. The more academically oriented writers in nation to journalism have written far better articles than I have. I've realized, however, that no writer is complete without something they can write passionately about. For me, as I had alluded to back at the beginning of this, that is Epilepsy Awareness Month, which comes around every November, because it's close to my heart, because it means more to me than any award or accolade one could bestow upon me, and that's why I write about it every year. I write about it with the intent of helping others and talking about something many people know little to nothing of. Easily... My greatest achievement in nation-state journalism has been writing about epilepsy. Most of all, it was the first article I wrote about in 2017. I made a difference in at least one person's life. Plus, when the mods stepped in over the lack of gameplay topics, so many people stepped in to defend the article. I was deeply touched by that. That's why it's important to have something passionate to write about. When you make a difference in others, that's the best thing a writer can hope for, in my opinion. Aspire to wisdom. Dream of creation. Reach for the moments when all that separates us falls to the wayside. This is the Church of Satan, signing off.